Are you ready to tackle your goals? Like creating a course, launching a podcast, or opening a storefront, or maybe growing your team? It's time to take action and I'm here to help. My name's Kelsey Knudsen, and this is the Get Shit Done Podcast. Learn from industry experts, fellow entrepreneurs, or your favorite business coach, AKA me. We keep it real and share all of the struggles and triumphs, plus the good, bad, and ugly parts of running a business. Get ready for some real honest conversations about life, business, and mindset, all to help you be inspired and ready to take on the world. Now, let's jump on in to this week's episode. Welcome. If you're listening to this in real time, it's kind of surreal because I'm actually recording this one of a couple episodes in my previous home. By the time you listen to this, I'm not going to be living here anymore, which is crazy to think about. It's kind of full circle. This is where a lot of podcast episodes have been recorded and I'm feeling a little nostalgic about it today. So if you're watching, you'll get what I'm saying. You'll see the paintings, you'll see the the normal setup. If you're listening, then you have no clue. That's okay. Just carry on. The point of today's episode is real simple. I always reflect this time of year in the way that the calendar worked. This is actually coming out the first day of the first month of 2024. And rather than do like a wrapped in 2023, like Spotify does, or, you know, 10 things I've learned, I'm actually very forward thinking right now. And I, I'm going to break it down to you. I have four themes I'm applying into my business when I'm looking at this year. In fact, if I'm honest, I actually started implementing some of this prior to the start of this year. And I thought it would be helpful to talk about them because at the end of the day, you're kind of growing with me. Like, obviously I share things as I go along, things that work, things I would change, things I've learned along the way, lessons from my clients. But what I love about this format is the ability to share what is relevant for the time and recognize that maybe that evolves over time. So some of the things I might share with you today may have changed from things I've said in the past, but this is what 2023 slash 2024 Kelsey has to say. And if you're listening to this and you're a business owner or want to be, you're going to want to really take what I have to say to heart. Cause I think this applies to a lot of things. So first things first, a word that's popping up a lot. And I'm actually, I'm not really into like the whole new year's resolution thing this year. I'm very much just getting shit done, like focusing on taking strategic steps in my business that move the needle forward. And I'm realizing that doesn't have like a definitive start stop time. It's constant. And a word that's been popping up recently for the past couple of months is simplicity. A lot of people in my circle, if you ask them like, hey, you know, what's Kelsey's vibe recently or what is she focusing on? I keep joking that I'm in my season of simplicity, but I mean it. And there's a reason for that. A lot of this journey, this aha for me has come out of proof. Um, for those that don't know, I hit my highest revenue to date in my entire journey of entrepreneurship this last year. Granted, everything is so much more expensive. So that number is a milestone, but it's not a full identity for me. I'm really proud of it, but I'm not letting that be like where I stop or take my foot off the gas pedal. If anything, I'm pushing it down further. But that to, all that to say, I've actually cleaned up, simplified, cut back on a lot of things. And in doing that, it's created more space capacity for revenue, ideal clients, uh, charging my worth, adjusting how I work with people. In short, it's helped my business immensely. So I have four themes for you today. The first one overarching theme is I'm in my season of simplicity. I think anyone listening to this, there's some 
things that you can go apply into your business today that will help you in the long-term execution of your goals. But you know me, I like to get right to it. So let's get down to those tactical themes that I mentioned at the top of the episode. The first one thing I have for you in this season of simplicity is hot take. <laughs> I'm probably going to get some feedback for this. Scalability strategy is a trap. The amount of times I myself have said or potential clients have said things like, well, I have my one-on-one -on -one offer, but that's not scalable. So I need an upsell, a downsell, a sideways sell, a evergreen sale, something else to sell, 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 sell. The amount of times I hear it, quote unquote, it's not scalable is scary to me because on the facts side of things, sure, anything that you build as an entrepreneur, if you're a service-based person and to redeem the service, someone has to use your time. That is what you're offering. There's always going to be a limit to that. But I, if I'm going to be real, real, when I initially built my coaching business, I started with courses because I was afraid one-on-one -on -one coaching wasn't scalable. So I made that decision out of fear. I also didn't have the data to back up that decision, the personal experience. I also didn't have the client successes or failures to give me input, to know whether that was worth my time working or not. All that to say, spoiler alert, the course thing didn't work out and it's because i built the wrong thing for who i am as a coach i don't think this is ever for everybody but for me as a coach i'm big on execution hi obviously the podcast is called get Shit done for a reason for me it's not enough to inspire people or motivate them it's that the steps that people take that's when i feel like i've lived out my purpose in the amount of people i know who buy courses and never finish them that's in conflict with my core values and how I operate as a coach. So therefore it's not the right offer for me. And in starting versus today, there's a lot of different steps I've taken group offers. I had a mastermind for a while. I co-host a business retreat. I run communities, Facebook communities, email lists, blogs. I've done diff lots of different things in business. I recently went through this mental exercise. It actually happened uh, when I was in California a couple months ago. And I just posed the question out loud to my colleagues. And I just said, you know, what if one one-on-one -on -one client paid me a million dollars? And it was crazy to say it out loud because what I realized in saying that is this idea that one-on-one -on -one is quote unquote, not scalable was an excuse because at the time, my capacity wasn't full. My revenue wasn't where I had wanted it to be. And if I'm being honest, I had more room and ability to take care of more clients than I was serving, which meant I'm not doing a good job selling or converting those people. I had a lot of interest, a lot of leads. I wasn't converting them. So it forced me to mentally try on, is the offer I have truly not scalable? No, that's not true. I can continue to increase prices. I can increase my efficiency and take on more clients. Those are kind of the two options with one-on-one -on -one coaching, but it was so valuable in that it forced me to take some ownership of my stuff. And I think that my gift to you in this, this theme here of scalability strategy being a trap is that you might be falling into that trap right now. You might be telling yourself this false narrative that like, oh, well, this offer only it's a three months three month three month container i'm only going to be able to help them for three months i need to build an upsell for that because when they're done they need something else to go into and then i need a downsell for the people who say no who can't afford it we start to tell ourselves these stories and then we walk down the path of 
exploring these business decisions that sometimes aren't the best decisions for us. So if you're in the season where you keep adding offers and products to your business, stop and ask yourself the question, what if one person paid you a million dollars to do that one offer? Would you be happy? Would you like the work you're doing? One of my colleagues in this space doesn't like one-on-one coaching. She has an evergreen program that runs like a well-oiled machine. She is amazing at what she does, but she just doesn't like the one-on-one relationship. That's not for her. Guess what? She's doubling, tripling, quadrupling down on that one offer. So just because it may not be one-on-one coaching for you doesn't mean you don't have that one thing to really focus on. What does that mean tactically for my business moving forward? No more group offers. There's an asterisk to that because there is something huge coming later this year, but now is not the time to talk about it. And no more courses. I'm done. The Kajabi is canceled, y'all. It's over. We're done. I am laser focused on making my one-on-one offer white glove, amazing for my top, top clients that I absolutely love working with, where I can really embed myself in their business. And that's it. Nothing fancy, nothing sexy, just simple, but better. So theme number one going into this current season of mine is acknowledging that scalability, using that as a way to make decisions like building new offers can sometimes be a trap. And I fell into it and I'm pulling myself out of it. Theme number two, I haven't mastered this yet. So I have no business adding more. Back in that same theme of simplicity, I haven't mastered the thing yet. So I have no business adding more. And what do I mean by that? I'm going to own my stuff here real quick. I run an in-person networking group. I have two co-founders. I also launched a second in-person networking group with another co-founder and that happened last year. And it was not selfishly, I was not able to give it all that I could. And that's not fair to the group, not fair to my co-founder. And if I'm real honest, our first group that I was a big part of starting, which I still am a part of, I hadn't I hadn't optimized it yet. I hadn't mastered it yet. So all this to say, I'm just in the season of cleaning house. I'm simplifying and getting more focused and I'm recognizing the areas that need improvement. And sometimes the improvement isn't a new thing. It's just making the same thing better. So if you're listening to this and you're local to the area and you know about these communities, yes, I'm officially handing off the keys of CEO society to my co-founder. She's been on the podcast. She's a friend a colleague, an amazing business owner with a huge heart. Molly Nutt is taking the keys to CEO society and it's a gift. It needs to happen because at the end of the day, I hadn't mastered running the first group. So why did I start running a second group? And I don't regret it. I've met amazing people. We've built an amazing community. I'm excited to go visit, but just having the focus down to just one and focusing on making that even better. It just has brought peace in my mind. And I feel like my job, my time is not done yet there. I I bring that one up because I notice a lot of business owners, especially people who are reaching out this time of year where things feel shaky. People are either two things. They're either like seeing maybe economy is making some adjustments, so they need to make some adjustments in their business, or they're just full of inspiration, fresh ideas, new year, new you, and they wanna explore some new stuff. A mantra I always say with my clients is this, we got to get house in order. And my house was not in order. My business house was not in order. So that's where cleaning up the one-on-one, making that streamlined, clean, crisp, high level service, and then focusing on the community 
making that as efficient, effective, and productive as possible. That's where all of my energy is going. Theme number three, (laughs) saving people, quote unquote, saving people by avoiding hard conversations doesn't actually save them. This has been a huge lesson, not only for myself, but actually a couple of my clients. I've been alongside some hiring, firing, course correcting conversations. It's something I coach my clients through, especially now that I'm doing more and more work with teams. And a common thread is this desire for a lot of us as business owners to feel like we're quote unquote saving them, or we quote unquote feel bad because X, Y, Z. We start to fill this narrative and these make these assumptions of what we think is causing someone to not perform at the standard that we expect or misunderstand us or give negative feedback that feels hurtful. Anytime you're in a situation where you're having an interaction and it feels off, We as business owners try to justify in our head what could be causing that. And instead of just addressing it in real time, strategically, we start to spiral and spin and it helps us be really unproductive. It helps us get distracted. It helps us lower down our expectations and then no one's happy. And I've learned time and time again, especially in recent months, that if you're having that gut feel that something's off, open up the door and have the conversation. There's a way to come at it from a place of compassion but it is so important. Not, I'm like playing out the year, not one of these conversations that were put off, put off, put off were conversations that didn't need to happen. They all had to happen. They all came to a head. They all came to a place where maybe someone was gonna quit or maybe someone was gonna leave a bad review on the internet, or maybe somebody was going to, I don't know, go around, work around and find another solution to the problem in the business. I'm trying to be vague here because I don't want to out any specific person. I don't want anyone to feel attacked in this episode. All that to say, I just know we can all relate to having those hard conversations in business. And I encourage you, if you're feeling that tug listening to this, if you're feeling a little triggery right now listening to this, odds are you know what conversation you need to have. It's time that you have it. I think a really great exercise in the doing of this is to map out what is the ideal scenario. like. How can we have a solution? If we map out the potential outcomes, what would be the ideal one? And start there, say, hey, I know this is hard. Here's where I would like us to end up. Here's the reality of where we're at today. What can we do to get there? Is that possible? Is that something you would like? Is that something that we can work on together? Is that not even in the cards? But when you just let those things fester, and they will, they eat at you. They eat at your soul. They eat at how you view that person. In time, they can ruin relationships. I've just seen it happen so many times in business partnerships, employees, customers, uh, contractors, partners, all kinds of things. So you are not saving the person by putting off the conversation. Theme number four is I, in my business, and this kind of like ties into the simplicity theme. I'm in my hell yes season, which means I'm only going to promote the stuff that's a hell yes. A couple episodes ago, I actually shared for the first time that I will no longer be taking advertisements for the podcast, at least for the time being. And I mean that. Uh, It was a hard decision. It was my ego getting the best of me, if I'm honest, that led to that happening a couple of times. I don't regret it. Everything I've promoted has been stuff that I personally use myself. I believe in myself but it wasn't a hell yes. It wasn't something I was excited and shouting from the rooftops only because I have other stuff that I'm more excited about. So you may notice the format of the podcast looks a little different and it feels a little bit different. 
and if you're listening and you want to collaborate or work together, I'm going to be picky about what that could potentially look like because I am just so excited for the certain things I do have going in my business that I want the world to hear about them. And right now, transparently, I only have one, one thing. And when I think of like mapping out content and batching content and social media strategy, the amount of peace in my brain to be like, Kelsey, you only have to talk about that one thing feels so good. So if you find yourself overwhelmed, you're not sure how to show up, you're not sure how to promote all the things because there's so many different things, maybe take a look at your commitments and maybe you ask yourself the tough question, hey, maybe if I let go of that opportunity, that thing that's not quite a for sure yes, it'll actually create more space and excitement for the things that are a for sure yes. For me, one of those things is the Baja Business Retreat. You've heard me talk about it on this episode. I've had my co-host on a couple of times. Her name's Karina with True Adventure Collective. But I just want to add in one little thing to think about from my vantage point of the world. And that is this season of simplicity, this laser focus I have, the emoji, if I were to like summarize the vibe right now in emojis, it would be a ninja. <laughs> All of that energy I'm bringing to you right now is because I have the confidence in where I'm headed as a business owner. And I know how to course correct if I'm off. And that would not have happened had I not co-hosted Baja last year, which is wild because the amount of clarity I got from an event I helped put on is just mind blowing. I can't imagine, Karina and I always joke, we wish we could go on our own retreat. And I think that's very true, but I can't imagine the transformation I could receive if I were able to go on a retreat like ours. And I share this going into the new year because you might be listening to this episode and whether it's Baja or not, there may be a coaching offer, a mastermind, some kind of support that you're thinking of investing in. And it probably feels like a big deal because it is. It's time, it's money, what if it doesn't work? And I get that, I hear you. I encourage you as someone who has invested in things that were previously not a hell yes, I encourage you to really sit in it and maybe think about what your themes are right now. And in that journey, I imagine you'll see some areas that could use some support, whether that's clarity, confidence, strategy, accountability, whatever's coming up for you. Once you sit with that, then you can go seek out solutions. Cause I'm going to tell you the solutions are out there. There's copious amounts of coaches, course creators, service providers, contractors, masterminds, retreats vying for your attention and your money and your dollar and your investment. You have to be the one to go seek out what's best for you as a business owner. No one can do that for you. You have to do that for you. So in my simplification era, I encourage you to decide what your theme is for you this season. And again, let's ditch the new year, new you thing. Why do we have to wait till the new year? This is just what's relevant for me right now. So that's why I'm sharing it. I would love to hear what's coming up for you right now as well. The one thing I ask is that if you have at all been interested in going to Baja, whether you've slid in my DMs, because there are multiple people who have DM'd me, commented, asked me questions on the streets, hopped on our live Zoom and talked about it. If you are remotely interested, go to our website, which is trueadventurecollective.com slash business retreat and apply. We do a free hour long coaching session. So even if it's not a hell yes for you, it's a great way to get in touch with an awesome business coach, a super talented mental performance coach, and ultimately two hype women who are in your corner. 
I'd love to have a conversation with you, see if you could be a fit for our AHA and Baja coming up in a couple months. We would love to see you in there, but for now, I'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope it was valuable and prepared you to take bold, decisive action. And remember, there's no shortcut for the show up. So go do the thing. Check out KelseyMarieKnutson.com slash podcast for all of the notes and resources mentioned in the episode. If you found the podcast extra helpful, please leave us a review on Apple, Spotify, or Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, or share it with someone who needs to hear it. As always, I love what I do, and it's because of you. That's all for now. Let's make this month matter and get shit done.